I don't think it's an accident that on the evening when I'm recording a podcast episode about when an adult child is struggling, there's a storm going on outside. The wind is whipping around out there, and I can hear it throwing patio furniture around, which is not a good thing. So if you hear anything in the background that sounds unusual, that's what's going on. But this episode is stormy, so it seems almost fitting. Have you ever heard the words, Mom, Dad, I need to talk to you? This is a generic version of the statement parents may hear before an adult child shares news that feels like a bomb dropped. Sometimes you see warning signs, but other times you're broadsided and wondering, what just happened? The grief and heartache that often follows is a normal response to loss. There has been a loss. Now, it's normal to have those responses, but those responses are not meant to be permanent. It's never a good idea to stay stuck in a negative thought loop about our children. God can show us how to walk this out. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. This is another bonus episode in our podcast lineup. Since most of the episodes will be for general audience of women across the many stages, occasionally we'll do a breakout session to address a specific issue. The topic of facing hardships with adult children is one that comes up repeatedly. We get a lot of emails about this. So while this episode won't solve all the problems by any stretch, it will hopefully give you some points to consider. Have you cried yourself to sleep over something that your child did or said? Have you experienced the devastating shock of an announcement that you really were not expecting? Or were you watching with fear and dread as your child seemed to drift away from everything to do with Christ? You're not the first, and you're not alone. Many parents have experienced perplexing outcomes from what they thought were solid Christian upbringings. Somewhere along the way, we got the mistaken notion that child training was something like putting money in a vending machine and pushing a button after 18 years and out pops a mature Christian. Some of us were very immature Christians, and we made loads of mistakes in our 20s and 30s. But if you weren't that way, it will be harder for you to comprehend how your child turned out so differently than what you expected. Young adults today have negative influences flooding them from every direction. They are rarely disconnected from electronic devices where social media, secular news reports with an anti-Christian slant, and a narcissistic culture are exerting continuous influence over their thought processes. We need to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves as we fight a battle that is not personal. It is spiritual. This is warfare. We can't cover all the issues and challenges in this brief episode, but I hope that these points will give you additional things to prayerfully consider. The final handling is between you, your child, and the Lord. Let's consider four things to ponder when an adult child is struggling. Number one, don't make it about you. The scripture says in Proverbs eighteen seventeen, He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. 
Don't make your child's struggle about you. Thoughts or statements like, well, there goes my ministry, or you're ruining the family name, or do you have any idea how much pain you're causing me? Those are all very unproductive statements. Making it about you is taking a sharp turn towards selfishness in the worst possible way at the worst possible time. Self-focus just provides ammunition that can be used against you. Do expect to grieve over painful problems. That is really just our spirits having a natural response. Psalm 6.6, the psalmist said, I am weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Have you been there? Have you watered your couch with your tears? Have you soaked a pillow? You're not the first. This is a normal and a natural reaction. But make your tears count. Cry out to God in prayer while you're doing all that crying. Psalm 18.6 says, In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Make those tears count. Those cries can easily become your prayers. And then finally, under number one, dedicate time to prayer and fasting as often as needed. In Daniel, we see in chapter 9, verse 3, that Daniel said, And I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I think sometimes we underestimate how important it is for us to pause and use our power tools of prayer and fasting. So definitely take the time needed and dedicate time so that you can earnestly pray and cry out to God and take these issues to Him. Number two, don't start a sermon. Just don't do it. Our young adults know Scripture if they grew up in a Christian home. They're choosing not to follow what they know. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. Proverbs 13.1 is clear there. We're able to discern who we're dealing with based on their hearing. Their ability to follow instructions tells us an awful lot about where they are, and that's information that we need because then we can handle matters wisely and ultimately find a good outcome, even though the outcome may take years. Please buckle in for the ride when you're dealing with a child that's struggling. If you're expecting dry cleaning service here in by 10 and out by 4 with your problems, you're going to be disappointed. Keep in mind that our children, our young people, are living in a culture that laughs at Christianity and mocks the fact that we believe the Bible. This influence has infected many of our children, causing them to listen to those who are living in error while despising or making fun of those who are living biblically. In other words, it looked like the other team was winning, so they jumped over to the other team. Anyone, by the way, can become a scorner, and this includes parents, so be on guard. We have to be careful that we don't allow the pain of a child going off course to lead us off track right along with them. The Bible clearly states not to attempt to correct a person who is mocking God with their life choices, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. 
That's Proverbs 9.8. And if you haven't listened to the episode about not reproving, not correcting a scorner, you want to go and find that one on the site and listen to it. But it's really important that we not start a sermon. That isn't going to help. Number three, do not allow this to damage your marriage. You will need to work through this as a couple, and you're going to want to stick together. Don't let the children, no matter what's going on in their lives, do not allow them to divide you. Proverbs 19.13 says, A foolish son is the calamity of his father, and the contentions of a wife are a continual dropping. You've probably already noticed this, but dads and moms process things differently. They are seeing through their own lenses. It's so easy to become irritated with each other for not seeing things the same way, but this is not a realistic expectation. If you find that you can't agree on how to handle a situation, agree to pray about it and leave it with the Lord, but don't turn on each other. Stick together and stay together. And finally, number four in this segment on when an adult child is struggling, never withhold your love. 1 John 4, 7 through 8 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Now, I know sometimes people make fun of that and say, oh, all you want to talk about is love, love, love. God is love, but God is a God of anger too, and God is this and God. Yes, God is all the attributes described in Scripture. We're not trying to isolate God only to this love, but we are emphasizing that this is important in the life of a Christian. We need to love one another, and that includes our children. Banishing your loved one is the same as pushing a drowning person into deeper water. We all know others who have struggled spiritually, morally, and otherwise. Why do we treat them with grace while acting as if our own children are unworthy of the same loving treatment? We may be mentoring someone right now who's walking completely in defiance to God's word, and yet we extend them grace. We hold out the olive branch to them, but when it's our children, we want to whack them with the branch. Check your thoughts. If we start becoming aloof or standoffish over our preferences, we're going to make a mistake and drive a wedge that's totally unnecessary. Be really careful. Check your thoughts, and don't withhold your love. Philosophies are so abundant today, but we need to be careful not to accept them as mandates without comparing them with the Word of God. Often the loudest voices giving the hardest instructions have never had to experience the pain of a child who's walking in error instead of walking in truth. Be really careful with the decisions you make regarding the relationship with your child. If you're not going to love them abundantly now, when will you love them? Adult children are something like watching ourselves again in an updated version. Mom and dad as young adults version 2.0. Parenting through the adult years naturally has ups and downs, but some are more serious than others. If you are the kind of young adult who rarely caused any problems, you may have a harder time watching your own child in crisis mode. Those of us who were problematic for our parents... We recognize these behaviors, motives, and even the methods as we watch our own young adults alternate between having it together and making big messes. If you weren't a messy young adult, understand this. 
Young adults have the same capacity to make mistakes and wrong decisions as adults at any age. Stay off the high horse with the I never would have done that mentality. It won't help you. Humility and prayer will. Proverbs 10.1 says this, A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Instead of getting upset as we watch the mistakes that are being made, it is so much better to invest that energy in prayer. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You in Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.